Where are my sisters that love black men? And where are my kings that let me hear y'all make some noise? This piece is called Niggods. N-I-G-G-O-D-S. Real niggas don't claim to be anything. They just are. Who they are, what they are, where they are. Ghetto superstars. I love the way a nigga walks and talk. How he maneuvers when he gets caught. Shit poetry in motion when a nigga puts down game. Ain't too many niggas lame, maybe insane. But on to those that can't understand what it's like to be a black man. If you can't see it, you must be blind. Black men exemplify what is fine. What is pride, what is struggle, what is life? They fight through this bullshit, misery, and strife. I'd be a lucky woman if one day I'm called wife. I love a nigga with chinky eyes, black lips, and toned thighs. The rumor ain't true for all, but I like a nigga with some size. But dick ain't what makes me fall. To me, the mind is the prize. Brothers who seek knowledge didn't necessarily go to college, but who are conscious of the true plan, who realize God is every black man. Can I get an amen? I'm your number one fan. What a gorgeous tan. From chocolate to caramel, it all looks so sweet. Visions of beauty as they walk down the street. Head full of dreads, Tim's on their feet. They walk as if they listening to a beat. the rhythm intrinsically inside. The rhythm is the heart which beats with pride and full of love. The devil wants to hide. Oh, damn. Look at that backside. Black men are the only creation that command your attention on impact by their color, their spirit, the way they act. As a matter of fact, I'm amazed at how y'all handle situations. All across these nations, doors locking, purse watching, looks of fear as they enter the station. But they laugh and move on. Steady grooving to a song. Fuck you, cracker. <laughs> I might be blacker, I'm God's reflection, so fear me, you need protection. Oh my God, y'all so cool, some don't know it, some do it, don't use it, those are the fools, but see, I ain't here to hate but to celebrate. My niggas from that south with them goals in their mouth, with them finger waves, fades, and braids. Forever pimping, never ever getting played. My niggas from that west with them khakis and chucks, permed out, creased down, fly as fuck. My niggas from this east, that belly of the beast. Surviving day to day, never a moment of peace. If all my kings understood their power, they wouldn't waste a minute, a second, an hour on this bullshit. They want you to quit your journey to find your spirit and to ignore your heart to where you can't hear it. Niggas, God bless y'all. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poet Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new 
possibilities. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black. Happy to be here today. What's good, Spoken Soul family? This is the Spoken Soul Spotlight, Spotlight Tuesdays. It's a beautiful Tuesday. How y'all doing? Yes, life is great. I hope life is great for you as well. I hope you're doing something, anything to make you a better you tomorrow. You need to be working on that today. Tomorrow's promise is laid down today. There's no such thing as putting it off till tomorrow. If you want your tomorrow to be brighter, you need to focus on today. Live in this moment, this moment, this very space right now. Know that you are worthy. What's good, Spoken Soul family? Today is the Spoken Soul Spotlight, and we're going to put the spotlight on the beautiful, lovely Tamika Georgia Mee Harper. That's right, original deaf poet. Definitely an inspiration to my pen. This sister is definitely dynamic. As you guys heard in the beginning of the show, she she just capt she captivates you. She cap captivates you with her words. One thing that I can appreciate about Miss Georgia Me is that her words are always relatable. Her words are always relatable. She don't come at you with a whole bunch of crazy diction. She come at you real. And that's why you feel her poetry so much. That's why her poetry is so impactful is because she speaks to you from a place where you know you're at. She speaks from a place of experience, you know? You know, you got you got some poets and there's no shade to, to no type of form of poetry, but I'm just talking about for me, you know what I mean? Me, me personally, you know, I get motivated you know, when somebody can know what I go through, somebody can relate to what I go through and then articulate it and then write it down, like put it in words, you know, make me feel it. And her words always make me feel it. Powerful sister, powerful words. Miss Tamika Georgia me is also, ladies and gentlemen, a Tony Award winning poet performance artist this sister has done broadway i mean like her resume is just it's it's crazy her resume is crazy but from a 
from the perspective when I first, you know, when I first came across George and Me, it was on the Deaf Poetry Circuit. You know, Deaf Poetry would come on and she performed on Deaf Poetry a few times. And every time she performed, I really caught that performance and I was like, wow, man, this sister is like dynamic. And, you know, I mean, as you can tell from her words, we're going to get into we're going to get into a few more of her pieces, you know, throughout the show. We're going to play some more from Miss Georgia Me. And uh, you can tell, man, by her words, man, by the way she deliver. She got that. She got that cadence, that cadence of listen to me that 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 cadence that demands attention for for all the spoken word artists out there you guys know you know you got those poets that when they come in a room they demand attention like you can get on the microphone you can get on the microphone and you can you can say your piece you can be as creative creative as you want in your approach you know but you got some poets that just got it. They got the voice. They got that voice when they speak. People get quiet. People, it, it just demands attention. And Miss Georgia Me, she got that type of presence. She got that type of cadence. When she deliver her pieces, that the first word out of her mouth is like, pay attention. Pay attention. Like, like your auntie or your or your or or your you know what I'm saying like your older sister you know or your mom is just talking to you and you better listen you know you know that 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 strong woman in your family that when she talk you listen you know we all got them you know we got those we got those females in our family that you know they're they're so feminine they're feminine but it's just their it's just their cadence when they speak they demand that that attention and i find that in her cadence that you just demand she demands that attention to be heard and when you hear her first stanza you like wow that piece nick gods is like legendary man legendary piece man legendary piece that whole when you get back to that circuit that whole circuit man that whole deaf poetry scene was really instrumental in me really taking spoken word serious you know because it was the spoken it was the um deaf poetry that when i actually seen it for the first time because before that i wasn't really exposed to actual spoken word like i said i would write my poetry you know, and it would be a private thing. Select few people would get a chance to listen to it. But it would it would be more so private. And um, I would just write my, my literature. And a friend of mine, he came to me and he was like, yo, man, you should try your hand in spoken word, like performance art. And I'm like, ah, that ain't me. You know what I mean? But then they came out with the series Deaf Poetry. And that changed my mind. That changed my mind. Artists like Georgia Me artists like black ice you know artists like uh what's the other brother uh uh his name escapes me right now but uh shihan that's one another brother uh there's a few it's a few of them it's a few of them and every time you heard them spit and definitely my brother the 
know what I'm saying Number one on that list Is You know Rest in peace You know uh, Craig Mums Grant Definitely him Was Was number one In me really pursuing This Spoken word game Man Like really trying to get into this game And really be Really be persistent And be diligent And also be serious enough Respect the art enough To approach it With sincerity You know And purpose You know Like spoken word Like I always I always My words were always Better Formulated Written For me growing up as a kid Until I got into the spoken word game Like that's why I would do my little writings And everything I would keep it to myself You know Cause like people They draw They draw conclusions You know The way you look You know Your environment It's so many different things that people would use to draw a conclusion about you you know so like even when i started out in the spoken word game when i started out performing on a regular basis like hitting up the new eureka and the bowery the, you know all these different spots going out of state and performing when i start performing you know it was like it was like I know that this is a calling It's something that can be done Something can be done with these words More than just Trying to like Just swag You know Like the artist that would Would, would stand out to me You know uh, Malik Youssef Another brother You know That would stand out to me Was individuals who came with the spoken word But it was more so of a message It was a purpose behind the words It wasn't just entertainment you know, like Georgia Me, all her pieces, she she adds comedy to her pieces, you know, but there's always a degree of seriousness. But the seriousness is not in your face, like, but it's in your face. The way it's delivered is more it's it's, it's it can be taken so much easier coming from the way she express her words. As opposed to being right in your face Hitting you with a whole bunch of crazy words and all that It's so eloquent but so real And it, it, it's just so close to who she is as a person You know, who she is as a person You can tell, you know You don't gotta know a person personally To know that they're an authentic individual It's certain things about them that It's certain, the way they move The way they, you know what I'm saying They walk with a certain type of integrity You know and it's no bullshit They speak to you real And I can always appreciate A personality like that I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing for you I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you feel something I'm not gonna gaslight you I'm not gonna make you feel something That Oh you gonna think that I'm this way But I'm really not You know When you When you see this sister man It's like a no nonsense Like You feel the love Like this is my sister You feel that love and the words that she give you, whether they be harsh, funny or whatever, you know, is given to you out of love and you can accept it. You know, you can really accept it. So when I start doing poetry and getting and becoming real serious with it, I wanted I wanted my poetry to have a purpose. I didn't just want to just say, OK, boom, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to write poetry to get girls. I'm going to get you know what I'm saying because. Oh, yo, he, he wrote that love poem. That love poem was so crazy. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? Swagging. Most of my words, most of my words are more so prolific. 
So getting back to what I was saying earlier is that people draw conclusions about you. Uh, when I first came on the scene in the spoken word scene, when I get on the stage, people had a preset, you know, thought of what I was going to be or how I was going to spit or, you know, they didn't expect for me to say what I'm going to say, you know, and I got that a lot. I noticed that like early in performing when I would come on the stage, coming to the stage, poetic black. And I come through every time I come through, they put a hip hop beat on. They put on something hard when I'm walking to the stage and then I'll get on the stage and I would say something prolific or I would get on the stage and spit a love poem and be like, wow, how did he, you know what I'm saying? Like it'll be, it'll take them off by, by surprise because people always make their own, they make their own, you no know, judgments of you, you know, based on how you look. You know, so I learned that early on in, in this spoken word game, you know, and, and that and that very concept won me a lot of slams because of the fact that like, yo, like the judges would be like, oh, I, I wasn't expecting that. Or the crowd would be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, you know, so but definitely this sister was definitely instrumental in in me furthering my my career in the spoken word game me you know it just kind of solidified the love i had for this art form you know it, it just solidified it you know and and i try not to you know i try not to just do aimless poems or just do frivolous poems like if i if i if i sit down to write a poem if I sit down to write a poem, this is now the way that I write now. Because when I was a lot younger, I would, you know, I would just kick them out. Just write them, write them, write them, write them. But now I really give thought to the kind of poems that I write because I really want my words to have purpose. And I really want to go a direction. When I, when I put a poem together, I want to have an underlying message that's in it that's positive. You know, some type of positive message some type of encouragement, some type of, you know, analysis of what we're going through in the world, you know? So and that's why I noticed about Georgia me is that her poetry is just like that. It's, it, it, it's filled with some comedy, but it's just, it's just laced with that realness that you just can't escape from, you know, you just cannot escape from. So we're going to play a, we're going to play a, we're going to get a word from one of our sponsors and we'll be right back with another piece from Miss Georgia Me. Hello, this is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. 
Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com. And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Inner Child Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. Yeah, so let's get into this next piece by Georgia Me. From Atlanta, Georgia. Hit like a man. Let them know you're a man. Put all your power behind that fist. You're the ruler of this land. And as the sand falls through the hourglass, I hope this love lasts and all the pain surpasses. I'm tired of the lashes, bruises, I tell others are rashes. Oh, the sunglasses cover the eye, but baby, my lip. I told my mama I stumbled and tripped. She thinks I'm clumsy or take too many sips of the wine which inclines me to feel fine. Ease is the humiliation of how you beat my behind now. See, I know you're under pressure from work in the world, but please watch how you hit me in front of our little girl. She doesn't understand this abuse her father feeds. There's no believable excuse. The truth in my eyes, she reads. In her eyes, I see disappointment and confusion. She shed tears over the broken limbs and severe contusions. I want our family, so I choose not to leave. Tired of being thrown like a rag doll by my sleeve. Sick by the situation, so I constantly heave. I can't make her believe this is love I receive. It's a hard pill to swallow with this program I just can't follow. I'm starting to believe your heart is hollow or full of hate. Hoping it will get better, so I wait. Praying stupidity isn't an inheritable trait. For I don't want our daughter to live a life of cover-ups and cries. Standing before a judge, giving feeble alibis. Loving a man so much she loses herself. Hating herself so much she gives a damn about her health. For who wants to live just to suffer? Pain is inevitable. It only makes you tougher. But see, suffering is optional. And I've made my choice. For my little girl, I'm her hero, her example, and her voice. I will not allow her future to be a replay of my existence. I had to break free from this jail in my life sentence. I tried to go quietly, but you slapped me in my face, kicked me in my stomach, ripped my dress, and out my mouth you slapped the taste. As I got up from the floor, I stared you in your eyes and realized the burning hell brewing on the inside, knowing there could be no place that I could run or hide. My only escape would be your utter demise. I can't hit like a man, and I hate to pull a trigger, but let your life be a lesson for all those pussy-ass niggas. Wow. Profound, man. You guys, mm, 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 who wants to live just to suffer? Who wants to live just to suffer, man? That's... Wow, man. You guys see what I mean? If you don't know about Georgia Me, man, you a spoken word artist, you don't know about this sister, man, you got to go check this sister out, man. You got to go check this sister out, man. Profound piece, man. Old piece still hits so hard today, man. Still 
still hit so hard today. Definitely, man. Go check her out. Go go on YouTube. Anything you can find to see where she's performing, man. Go check her out, man. Because this sister right here is powerful, man. This is this is the purpose of words, man. This is this is what I see, you know, what how our words can just resurrect new civilizations for us, man. We can erect new ways of living for us, man, with these words. With these words, man. With words you can change the way you think. And nothing changes a man or a woman. Than by changing the way they think That's how you change a person You can you can, How they say that, 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 that old expression You know you put lipstick on a pig It's still a pig No matter what You know what I'm saying So it like, it's like Wow man These words Words is just so You know It propels you to change Not change the way you dress Not change the way you speak But change in the way you think And this is the This is the work that's being done By the artists This is the work that's being done by the artists Trying to awaken The consciousness of us man Trying to Trying to wake us up It's not about being Oh I'm woke I'm woke woke You know what I'm saying I'm woke You know like I know I know about this I know about Nah it ain't about that man It's about changing the way we think man Changing the way we treat each other Change the way we think Every time we look at each other We look at We look less We 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 try to look down at each other And we are so worthy But definitely a profound piece By this sister Georgia Me And uh It's like wow man We gonna get into another We gonna get into another one of her pieces This one right here I really like This is a deep one Please give it up for Georgia Zone, Georgia B. Cause he couldn't knock, couldn't square up, stepped the ant and got fucked up. The fear in his eyes was clear, he even dropped a tear, lost the respect of his peers. So he planned an attack, some fuckboy had his back, they wanted the trap. They hid like some bitches in an abandoned building. Ant drove up in the house, ran the children. It started to lighten and then came the rain, then came the bullets, then came the pain, then came the blood, then came the screams. Then came the flashing lights, there went the dream. 
This nigga killed my cousin, two unborn baby's father, a sister's only brother, a friend you could bother with your fears and problems. He helped you solve them. Yeah, he did some dirt, but he had a good heart. See, boxing was his gift. He wanted a new star, but oh no, you want to be greedy, be the big man around town, pushing shake, flex, weed, mostly seated, want to be Nino Brown type of clown. I'm tired of going to the funerals of lives that have not been lived. Systematic genocide, easy way to rid the devil of his biggest fear. When God's jewels, minds become clear, their hearts become pure, their souls become clean. Instead of succumbing to the light of an infrared beam. See, I wanted that piece of band six feet under for this unfixable blunder. He had to suffer his body asunder. Then I heard a thunder ringing in my head. Do I really want to see another man dead, another life wasted, another family in pain, all over some crack cocaine, all over some band's idea of getting misguided respect, using fear to keep his niggas in check, not knowing how to earn respect by any other means than balling out, taking lives, supplies to his fiends were his limited dreams. So all I do is pray that God helps him find another way than smoking hay all day, no work I'll play other than slanging yay. And see, just the other day, I saw this nigga walking through the mall West End, chilling with his friends, spending his dividends, buying clothes, hollering at hoes. Nigga, this was less than three years ago when you stopped Ant's flow. But see, I know vengeance is not mine. You will reap what you sow in time. The message is divine. Rest in peace to all my soldiers lost in the street war. Battles over bullshit, nothing to die for. You are not a man because you can pull a trigger. The gun created and brought power to the bitch ass nigga. Wow. Bitch ass niggas, man. That's deep, man. Wow, man. That's, that's, that's. That's that's definitely a lot of you know, I live right here in Brooklyn, man. Right here in Brownsville at that. And you see it. This poem right here resonates so I mean that's why I chose to play it. Cause it resonates, man. It resonates right here not not more than two summers ago man like two summers ago over here man guy gets shot and killed for breaking up a fight breaking up a fight and it was two females fighting he break the fight up and then they go out the female go back and get her peoples oh he disrespected me and da 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 and they came back man and they ended the brother, man. And it's crazy. Senseless. Senseless. A lot of times, man, shit, people, shit get thrown out of proportion. You see it, man. It, it get thrown out of proportion. But the question really is, why is it so easy? Why is it so easy to look at someone that looks just like you and just squeeze, man? Why is it no hesitation? You know, I find it crazy, man, because you see, I notice now at times you see that New York City, especially Brooklyn, I ain't gonna say New York City, I say Brooklyn especially, has become gentrified. So you have a lot of, you know what I mean, an influx of so many white people coming into Brooklyn, you know, in areas that were 
not only just predominantly black, but areas that was considered, you know, dangerous areas. It was considered, you know, violent areas. These are the areas that when you, you know what I'm saying, when you on your GPS, they be like, you know, take caution, you know, lock your doors and stuff like that. But it's it's been a, a great influx of white people coming into Brooklyn. And you notice that everything is starting to change. A lot of organic stores and everything, you know, everything is changing to suit this new influx of people coming into the community. You know, so you see these same thugs, the ones that are still there, the same thugs, they walk around, they don't harass them. It ain't no harassment. They don't feel no, they don't feel no way about coming out on the street, walking their dogs, jogging and everything else. But it's an innate hesitation when it comes to, to white people in particular, dealing with black people. Why is that? Why is the hesitation? Why is it such a hesitation? But when you see someone who looks just like you, when you in the mirror, you look just like you, same complexion, same trials, same persecutions, same discriminations, look just like you. It's so easy to squeeze. So easy. It's something that we need to think about. You know, we only got to hire nobody to kill us. We killing each other. Killing each other. Why is it that when you look at someone that looked like you, the first, the, you know what I'm saying? Because in the poem, she said he was too scared to knuck up. You know, he was too, he, 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 he couldn't, he couldn't handle the man with the hands. So nowadays, you know, oh, I'm gonna go get a gun. There was a time where you can just get your ass beat, man. Bill's character, ain't nothing wrong with an ass whooping. They done, they done got the game all twisted. All these internet gangsters and shit, they got the game all twisted and they got our youth believing that it's you a sucker if you take an ass whooping. Ass whoopings make give you character. Make, it, it brings character to an individual. You know, when we was when I was growing up as a kid, you couldn't come outside. You couldn't come outside if if you couldn't if you couldn't handle the dudes ranking on you, they gonna rank on you, gonna diss on you, whatever the case may be. And if you couldn't fight. You had to prove yourself worthy. What happened to that art of, you know, you have a disagreement with a man and y'all take five minutes and y'all dis- and y'all and y'all resolve y'all dispute. I got some great friends that that we were enemies until we fought. Then we fought, become the best of friends. We all dealing with the same shit. But a lot of these the youngsters today, man, they don't they don't know how to take an ass whooping. Ain't nothing wrong with taking an ass whooping. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's taking the bumps and the bruises. You can't win every fight. You can't win every fight. But we need to change the way we think and and redefine how we treat each other, how we view each other, how we view each other. Something to think about. You know? definitely powerful piece you know a piece that definitely still resonate today 
I want to definitely hear you guys. I want to hear. I want to hear your comments. I want to know what's going on. You know, hit me up at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com. Let me know, you know, how you how you liking the shows. This is a new segment of the show that I started, the spoken soul spotlight. Whereas I take an artist that I know. In the beginning phases of the of the show, I'm I'm actually taking artists that was very influential to me personally in becoming a spoken word artist. Artists that that inspired my pen, artists that you know that I watched their performances and they gave me inspiration to write. So I'm dealing with those poets, but I'm also dealing with poets I don't know. I do want to know who you are. I want to hear that poem that I haven't heard before. You know, so hit me up at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com and definitely you can get on the spotlight or we can have you on the show. If you send me your links where I can hear your work. You know, I'll choose one. I'll choose one of your pieces and I'll definitely spotlight it on the show. Tuesdays will be dedicated to the Spoken Soul Spotlight where we'll take an artist, maybe an old artist, maybe a new artist. You know, maybe someone I know personally, maybe, I don't know, I probably got them off Instagram or I seen some of their work on YouTube or something. And I was like, yeah, I I dig this, this poem and I'll spotlight you. But for you guys who are trying to get on the show, definitely hit me up at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com. The soul is spelled S O L. Spoken soul sessions at gmail.com. Hit me up with your links where I can come find you, see some of your work, whether written or performed. It doesn't matter. You know, I wanna I wanna bring all of these poets to the forefront. That's the whole purpose of this podcast was to pay homage to the art of spoken word and all of those artists along the way who have helped me, who have helped me develop as an artist. You know, I want to spread that love, you know, and give back. Maybe people who don't know who these artists are, because it's going to be some of these, some artists that I feature on the spotlight that you guys may know. And there may be some that you don't know, but if you don't know them, that's good. Now you do, you know, we can network together. You know, this is the whole purpose of this show is dedicated to the spoken word artist. You know, I, I, I definitely want to put your work out there. And if you guys are looking to put your chat book out or you're looking to put uh, a novel or your poetry book out, whatever publication you're trying to do, the guys over at Inner Child Press, great guy, Bill, you know, a lot of you guys that's in the spoken word um world know of bill because he he helped a lot of poets publish their work so them guys are given a promo discount for spoken soul sessions you heard the um commercial earlier 10 percent. so if you got your publication ready and you just waiting to put it in print you might as well just go over there man definitely get that 10 percent discount but not only that bill definitely does great work you know great work hundreds of poets he has published i am a, a published poet by um by bill in the child press you know he they have published some of my work so definitely man go over there and check the brother out definitely black owned business go check that brother out go check that brother out if you're trying to get your publications out there but definitely guys i want to hear your work i want to hear your work you know i want to hear who you are that's why that's why i decided to do the spotlight to try to get people and network network poets to other poets 
So if you guys also, maybe you know a poet that you think should be on the Spoken Soul Sessions show, email me. Email me um, something where I can go find them. Hit me with a YouTube link. I don't care. Like, yo, this this person right here, this poem is so dope. P Black, yo, check them out. I will definitely go check them out. Every email I do answer, you know, every email I see. So you won't, your emails won't be sitting up, you know, so definitely Hit me with the link. I would definitely go out there, check the artists out, and I would definitely put them on the show. You know, so we're going to get into one more piece I found from Miss Georgia Me. It's one more piece. This is a more recent piece. The other pieces... The other pieces I've done was, was a little bit older pieces, but... She have one piece it's a little it's a little long on on YouTube, but uh we're gonna play that math that we will play that one to end this show. I'm gonna play this one because I love this poem the promised land from Atlanta Georgia my whole girl Georgia me the promised land if Brooklyn is the heart of America. Mm. Atlanta gots to be the soul. Mm. Where you from? Gots to be the South, no doubt. You can tell by the flow of my mouth, my southern twang, distinguished disposition, superior manners and earth intuition, the feeling of home whenever in my presence, for I reek of the essence of Atlanta. My whole life was right off Martin Luther King. My whole life I sang, we shall over come i knew i was one one of those who will go down fighting most likely through my writing and speaking continuously seeking truth letting my folks be well but never afraid because destiny is laid knowing all you can give is showing others how to live i learned that from king such a simple thing living with no fear i was fed that right here shit how the hell i'm gonna be scared my grandmother's grandmother was a slave rape and reoccurring resignation no one could save her stop from engraving survivor on the road she paved four generations later i stand unscathed call me brave but it just runs through my veins the pain and the triumph of camille bell i remember the killings in the atl they was blaming this kid named wayne but we atls could claim to the clan for most of those slain Stone Mountain, where the Ku Klux was created, now invaded with affluent Nubians and Mexican natives. While other kids stay jaded, we stay elated off the excellence of Monica Kaufman on Channel 2. You never know how she gonna have her do. I saw her one year at the Sweet Auburn Festival, you know the famous avenue where Ebenezer Baptist Church is located. Never been in, real hard to get through. ATL, we love Dr. King, the King family, another issue. And who knew a city that feels like a neighborhood could host the Olympic Games? I'll tell you who, Manor Jackson and Andrew Young, they did the damn thing. See, being from here, I not do whatever I want as long as I had a plan. See, being from here, I not do whatever I want as long as I know I am. See, being from here, I not do whatever I want as long as my mission I understand. I thank God I'm from the promised land, ATL House. <laughs> Wow, man. Promise, lad, B. (laughs) Y'all see what I mean? 
Oh, man. We thank you, Miss Georgia Me. We sincerely thank you for your contribution to this art form that we love so much. You know, thank you for your thank you for your contribution for all of the artists that you've inspired by in turn they inspired so many people. We thank you. You make us proud and you and you inspire us. We want to give you your flowers while you're here. You know, for your contribution to this to this art form that we love so much, man. Definitely instrumental in me, my pen, my delivery. Definitely took pointers. You know, and that's what this is for. This is for to like to pay homage, man. Pay homage. Pay homage to those artists, you know, that could be doing anything. She could have been doing anything. She dedicated her life to this. And from that inspiration, here I am. Spoken word. Doing a podcast. A spoken word artist. Inspiration You you never know You never know How far Your words Will reach I tell you guys a a, A bit of Good news for me Good news for me I was checking out The analytics For the podcast See how the podcast Is doing And To my surprise Spoken Soul Sessions We have listeners all the way in France Shout out to our France listeners We were, You know what I'm saying Much love You know we definitely international now You know but you never know I say that to say you never know how far Your words can reach You never know A poem that you wrote 10 years ago Can save someone's life today That's why it's so important, man. It's so important if you if you decide to to come to this art form, approach it with sincerity and seriousness. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Cuz there's so much good you can do with your words. There's so much good you can do, you know, with your voice. There's so much good you can do with your voice Don't underestimate You know the things that you're going through And those those trials Prompt you to write Whatever you Whatever come out of that pain That you're feeling That you're putting on paper Can save someone else's life Inspiration And that's what we do We inspire each other 
Affirm positive affirmations for one another. Make excuses for one another. Give each other the benefit of the doubt. Not the doubt of the benefit. So we going, we about to end the show, but we're going to end it, you know, in tribute to the lovely Miss Georgia Me. We're going to, this is a long one. However, we just going to let it play out because she's going in and we just going to let this one play out. Before I play it, I want to urge you guys if you want to get on the show hit me up at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com if you got any publications that you're trying to get out go holler at my people over there in the child press they'll hook you up with that 10% discount you know that 10% discount can be you know what I'm saying be helpful you know what I mean when you're on a budget you know I know a lot of you guys out there it's been COVID and things of that nature I know you've been in hibernation I know all you writers have been writing Go out there, man. Publish those words, man. Get those words in print so we can help the next man to conquer whatever you conquered by by putting that poem, putting that pen to paper. You know, it can help somebody else. Each one reach one. So y'all go out there and get those books published and, and don't put off nothing for tomorrow, which can be worked on today. So coming back, we're going to play this last piece by Miss Georgia Me. You guys enjoy.
You are great enough. Know that. So here we go. And for everybody who ain't doing what I'm talking about in this poem, I'm gonna throw a funeral for your pussy after the show. <laughs>
I want to hear 